Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome back to the We Shall Not Sleep podcast. And this is now a post-Thanksgiving. I was debating on whether or not to bring you a Thanksgiving podcast this year, and I, I just didn't really have the means to do it. There was a lot of more stuff going on beforehand this year than there was last year. And my there were some people that were under the weather, so overall, we it was a little bit different. But maybe next year. And maybe we can do a, a Christmas uh, podcast uh, this year. Maybe do something like that. But anyway, I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving here in the United States. Mine was was great. I mean, you heard last year, if you want to go back and listen to it, November of 2022, I had a podcast from Thanksgiving morning where you heard breakfast cooking and uh, had interviews with a lot of my family members about what Thanksgiving means to them and just kind of like what the whole experience is like. And uh, that was just something that I think we uh, that that is important. That's it's very very much important for anyone who just wants to to look into what the average American average American does on a Thanksgiving morning. Uh, I know for me it's very important. Uh, family tradition and honoring past things is very much important to me. And when I'm able to go to my uncle's house and do a lot of the small things, uh, we my dad and I on Thanksgiving morning. I, I go for a run. I get up around six o'clock. Uh, I've been listening to a particular podcast. Um, it's just become a tradition. And I, after I get back from my run, I get ready, and my dad and I we walk just under a mile. But we walk to a gas station. We get the newspaper so we can get the ads for Black Friday. Uh, and then my I, I buy my dad a cup of coffee and a donut from Dunkin' Donuts. And that's just a little bit of ways from our hotel room. And it's just a walk on a morning. We, it's, it's usually really quiet because it's Thanksgiving. And I, I, don't, I can't tell you that there, there are moments that you can look back on and say, you know, I've done that for like 20 years. And I'm so beyond grateful for tradition and, and for the small things in life, what we get to commemorate. And... In fact, Thanksgiving for me is probably my favorite holiday because just to painting the picture of you, I mean, you know Thanksgiving starting in the 16th century, 17th century here in the United States, 1621, I believe. And it was a new land. It was people giving thanks for to their God because they had brought them and delivered them to a new land. And they were settling down to give thanks for this wonderful time. And one of the traditions that we do at the dinner table is we go around uh, telling people, like, hey, this is what we're thankful for. And, and really, it, the meal is not, it's like my least favorite part of the day and of the whole week. Because for me, it's, it's about so much more. It's about being with family. It's about the entire experience. It's about just my entire life. It's, I have so much more to be thankful for than just that one meal. And I, I'm able to see that part of the family a lot more in, in other ways, which is really nice. And I, I don't know if you have that same feeling. Maybe it's the small things, but being able to, to get a hot chocolate from Dunkin' Donuts with my dad, just to be able to sit down with him and just talk with him, uh, to... To get to get to a point in my life where I am, I'm just walking 
with my dad, where I get to go to my uncle's house and put up the, the Christmas trees and the lights to go and walk around Strongsville, Ohio. So shout out to anyone maybe in the Cuyahoga County uh, Valley area and Cuyahoga uh, County um, uh, whereabouts, uh, Cracker Park, shout out to Cracker Park, Strongsville, uh, Middleburg Heights, and Berea. That's the stomping grounds. It's like a second home to me. And sorry that the Wolverines, you know, beat you guys. Uh, go, uh, go blue, 100%. But there's the lighted park. And they it's just this little park that they have, and they just put up a bunch of Christmas lights. And there's Christmas music playing, and it's just people to walk through, and it's just wholesome. I, I don't know how else to describe it. It's just a very wholesome moment. And there's a bunch of diverse families. A lot, um, you know, you're able to see um, some continent of India, okay? Um, like that, the subcontinent of India, like Indians represented. Um, some Middle Easterners, and I don't know which uh, Spanish speakers, certainly not Span Spaniards, but South American um, Spanish speakers. And then you have a bunch of us, you know, um, um, Native, like Native North American people walking around, and we're all out because of Thanksgiving, an American Thanksgiving. Like, it, we're all giving thanks for this day, and the biggest thing we have to be thankful for, our health, our faith, our family, our friends, the ability to be able to celebrate all of this. And yet, the next day, for a lot of people, it's a transition immediately to Christmas time. Immediately to Christmas time. And I love Black Friday shopping. I like being able to look for stuff for my, my, my family. And then I love being able to see the holiday de decorations. And I've heard a lot more Christmas music this year. I've heard, I really have. Heard a lot more. And I'm just so incredibly happy and joyful to have experienced this just this time of year. And so as we transition, I mean, we got Advent coming up. So, you know, it's a, it's a, it's like a in between time here because Advent hasn't started and Thanksgiving where we start preparing for what's ahead. And I am so excited for this year and for what life has in store. And I cannot thank you guys enough for being a big part of that with this podcast. But I wanted to just kind of give that like as a Thanksgiving wrap up and then also to, to talk about uh, something that, that's really been weighing on my mind. You know, Jesus in the Great Commission, he says, go and make disciples of all nations. But his intended audience there are the disciples, right? He's not talking to non-Christians. They're not known as Christians yet because uh, we're not in the book of Acts, but that's what we understand them to be in hindsight. You know, we got Messianic Jews. He's not talking to the Pharisees or the Sadducees. He's talking to the Christians. And we hear the phrase a lot, preach, preaching to the choir. Well, of course you're going to preach to the choir because that's who's listening. And a lot of times in this big culture that we live in, because of globalism, because of the way we live in an information age, how we can communicate with one another, how we can find information, uh, trades, uh, textiles, uh, different forms of industry where we can import, export goods, we live in a global society, and we have for a long time, really since the advent of the internet 25 years ago, 26 years ago, really, 
becoming mainstream. And one of the things for me that gets taken away from all this is that how we do church has also become global, which I think it can be good because we can collectively pool our resources, but very rarely are we all on the same page so that we can be efficient and be good stewards of all of that money. Very rarely does that ever happen, unfortunately, in my opinion. Well, how I choose to look at about things this year, how I'm looking at it when coming into Advent is, are you taking care of your own? So this is a question not just to the pastors potentially listening, but to the lay people. Do the people in your church, are they okay? Are they doing well? Do you even know the answer to that? Are you potentially taking care of people you've never met overseas better than the people in your own house? And then make it smaller. Talk about your immediate family. Now, Proverbs talks about better is a better as a friend or better as a neighbor than a brother who lives far away. Essentially what it's getting at, the wisdom there is that you can only take care of who's around you. So yeah, if you have family that lives through states away, like I can't, I can't truly care and look after my cousins who live out in Idaho. You know, that's just not practical. Um, but I have my grandmother and my aunt. I have a couple aunts. Uh, I have cousins uh, who live kind of nearby a little bit. Um, I have uh, my mom and my dad. Then I have my really close friends as well that I can take care of, I can look after, I can try to pour into, right? Am I taking care of them in my own life before I ask my church to take care of them? Am I, am I also doing it, am I a hypocrite in my own life? But if you want to expand it out to your church, like, are we taking care of our own better than what we're taking care of people we've never met? And I think this is where it gets lost in our culture. We think of big things. We think of big things. And we want to see big big people make big decisions that effectuate big changes. Except we forget that those have to happen on the small scale. Small scale. Like the macro versus micro. Very rarely does something start out so big unless, you know, unless it's truly biblical. Like God's going to wave his hand and this is all that's going to happen. But when it comes down to our faith, I mean, our Protestant faith, it comes down to, are we personally willing to give our lives to God and surrender and die to ourselves, right? That's the question. And if you can't do that, then you're not going to believe and tell other people to do the same thing. You're certainly not going to ask them to do it if you're not willing to do it yourself. Or at least you'll be sold as a hypocrite. These are some things I've been thinking about, especially as we get to the holidays, is that we do so much for so many other people. And I'm not saying we should not. Please don't, please don't get me wrong here. I'm not advocating that we give up charity. I'm just wondering, are we forgetting or neglecting to be charitable in our own lives? And that's something that I've been convicted of and something I'm doubling down on my efforts to do this year. So as we wrap up and we take all the things that we've taken from Thanksgiving and as we start to go towards Advent and what we're truly thankful for with our coming of our Savior and his commemoration, maybe it's time that we look and we look towards things that truly can change the world around us. And that is our small worlds, our own lives, and then we can use that as an example for other people. Just some food for thought. May God bless you. May God keep you.